0: And then another thing I just kept telling myself during the class is that, you know, these people came here to listen to me, you know, that they, they, they chose to be on the class tonight. So it just kind of gave me that confidence knowing that I wasn't teaching to a bunch of people that didn't want to be there, you know, they were they were wanting to be there, they wanted to listen. So it just you know, helped me wrap my head around it and put that contact out for them. Welcome to the Emerging Advisor Podcast. We deliver advisors' proven strategies to maximize time, profit, and freedom.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Emerging Advisor Podcast with Sean Lee and Scott Dugan. I am your solo host today, uh, Sean Lee here, but I've got a special guest in Daniel Allgaier, CFP. Uh, Daniel is one of our advisors here at our office, and I'm excited to have him on the on the podcast, uh, really because Daniel just jumped into teaching classes. And what we want to talk about today really is what preparations Daniel did to to make sure that he was ready to go with the class, what he was what he did, the, the weeks leading up to his first virtual class. I know that we're in a new world when it comes to to teaching and getting our messaging out. And virtual can be somewhat difficult when you don't have the ability to connect with people face-to-face. So what we're going to talk about today with, with Daniel is what did he do to prepare? How did he uh, spend his time preparing for the classes leading up to the, the night of the event? Did he do anything in you know, in particular fashion or special that that allowed for the successes that, that he had. And then we'll talk a little bit about kind of what we're seeing going forward in the world of, of virtual. So Daniel, welcome welcome to the podcast, my friend.
0: Hey Sean, thanks for having me. Yeah, you know, we're
1: we're we're office right next to each other, so it makes it really easy for us to, to sit down and, and and shoot a podcast. So what you don't know about Daniel is that Daniel just just completed a CFP, what, uh, a couple of months ago?
0: Yeah, so I finally was able to take the test in September of 2020. I was originally scheduled for March, but then got uh, canceled two days before to take the test, and then, because uh, of COVID, and then was able to get in in September. So you're a COVID casualty of,
1: I, of the CFP. I think I, I was. one of our RIA guys, uh, he was a COVID casualty as well for his CFA. Yeah. So, but let's let's talk. So Daniel's role here at our firm is is he's transitioning into into teaching classes. The numbers that you had Daniel were like bang up for your first for your first class. I think the the preliminary numbers that I saw, we had you had four meetings scheduled all a million plus and everybody who's filled out the survey has has had a million plus in assets as of, you know, a day and a half ago when we when we were looking at the numbers. So if you can, um, walk us through what you did, like the, the two weeks leading up to the class that allowed for you to prepare.
0: Yeah, so starting off just you know, reviewing the content of the of the class and making sure I was familiar with what I was to be teaching. And then I also, as I was looking at it, tried to formulate questions that I might hear from somebody, you know, at, as the student, right? Um, if I was going to be going over Social Security or, or other stuff like that, what questions might come up so I could, you know, explain that. And then I also, when I prepared to teach and present, I always thought of it as if I was to teach to my mom and dad, you know, what would I want somebody to, to tell them and make, make sure that they're aware of. So that's kind of the, the what I took a, as far as the context of making sure what I was presenting, well, where I put that. Um, did spend a, to- a couple times going over the slides and the presentation on my own, uh, you know, recording the class and then sharing that. I actually did record the class prior to uh, doing it live, and my parents watched, and then they gave me critique and feedback, So, uh, which was good. You know, my, my, my mom's a teacher. My dad's an accountant, so she had quite a few questions that I think are common. Uh, my dad, you know, less questions just given background, but it was good, yeah, You're doing the preparation and teaching to people beforehand, so...
1: So you talked to your parents or you recorded it mm-hmm. you you let them watch it. Uh, they didn't schedule with you though, so I don't know I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to talk to them about that. Uh. But and then and then one thing that we di- that you did is that you you presented to to our team, right? So you you presented to a handful of our team members, which in a lot of cases is harder to present to your peers than it is to present to the public, correct?
0: Yeah, cuz it was people that I actually knew and they were, you know, here in the office and they had the questions. The biggest thing too about that, especially doing it through Zoom, is it gave me the ability to to be with a group of more than just one pe- one person. So there was, you know, four or five that were on the on the class and it would the camera on them would then change on my screen. So I had to get used to not paying attention to their movements and their actions and still kind of keep my uh, course at teaching. So that was a good thing to go over and have that preparation. So y-
1: y- you talked to the, to the team. So, and this was uh, over a handful of weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you learn the content. You got familiar with the content, and let's let's be clear with with everybody out there that the class that you taught was the your retirement and taxes class, the the hour and a half class specifically on on taxes. Mm-hmm. So you got familiar with the content. You practiced the content multiple times. Uh, then you recorded the content, had your family watch it, and then. You also had to had had to present, or you you chose to present to our our team and, and let them give you feedback. Is that?
0: Yeah, I think I did the class either uh, recorded or you know to our our uh, our office. My parents, my wife actually listened to one of them about four to six times. So before I ever taught, so I made sure I was running through it, and then you know other times I just reviewed the slides and the the content
1: so four to six live practice times mm-hmm. and I think that's important because in so many cases people think oh well I'm a great presenter I can go out and I can I can do this without without practicing I know the content. But teaching virtually is is a completely different game. When you're when you're in front of a camera, when there's nobody in front of you other than the people that are on the screen,
0: it's different, right? Yeah, it's really different because people aren't really aware of where their camera angles are at. You know, some people had their camera on their phone shooting up at their chin the whole time or they're walking around or they went and got in the car or, you know, they're really close to their screen trying to push different buttons. So you know, in a normal classroom, live person setting, you'd get people just sitting at a, at a table, you know, pretty casually. But here you've got the, you know, the Zoom camera of the participants, you know, coming in and out and changing to their different scenarios. I mean, they're all at home. They're comfortable. You know, they could be eating dinner. They could be going around doing some chores or, you know, whatever it may be, letting the dog out in the bathroom. So, yeah, it was interesting to see, and it was it was definitely a bigger challenge than I expected keep my focus and not watch what other people were doing on their cameras.
1: So day of, uh, and that's, you know, it's, you look and you get dogs barking in the background, you get babies crying. I mean, it, that's the, the, the world of zoom, right? Right. And yeah, I think that we have to be a little bit nimble in that. I mean, I, everybody's ready for to be able to teach live again, but in my opinion, this virtual strategy is, is probably here to stay. So Day of the class, you know, I we we've set up a, a conference room here in our office that looks more classroom like. You know, it's got whiteboards, it's got everything that you'd need. How was that leading up to the to the class? And then talk a little bit about kind of what where you feel that you excelled in in teaching this class online.
0: Yeah. So leading up to it it was just um, you know the setup we have here was great because it made it feel like I was, you know, in a in a separate classroom setting. So I was able to kind of get into that, I don't know, get into the zone. that I was in a teaching area, and the, and the setup there was great. You know, making sure I went in and we tested the audio and the video uh, with another member of our office here about a half hour before the or the presentation, so we know that was in line, and if we needed to adjust something, we had time. And then also the other part. Uh, you know, where I feel I excelled as I really tried to bring the the basic information and kind of what I've heard from clients or different people um, out and through the teaching. So if I've heard a lot of different questions on social security would cover that, or if it was stuff about RMDs uh, would cover that. And then another thing I just kept telling myself during the class is that, you know, these people came here to listen to me, you know, that they, they, they chose to be on the class tonight. So it just kind of gave me that confidence knowing that, I wasn't teaching to a bunch of people that didn't want to be there, you know. They were they were wanting to be there. They were wanting to listen. So it was just you know helped me wrap my head around it and put that contact out for them.
1: Well, and and I think that's you know the, it, it was a time commitment. You know, people are you know when we do our virtual classes, it's it's not a sh- it's not forty five minutes. It's not a webinar. It's it's a live educational event that is just done virtually at this at this point in time. And and, and I think that's a good point that people were they chose. To come listen to you speak, they registered to come to the class because they wanted to learn the content. As you transition towards the latter part of the class, because the numbers that that you that we've started to see of your class coming in, and I don't know if there were your transplants or not, saying yes, you know, maybe you had some friends in there and put some feelers out. there. Yeah, yeah. you're like, hey, let's just say yes and, and get those good ratios. But the the ratios are great. I mean, we're seeing we saw a 66 percent to yes ratio so far. Not everybody's completed the surveys and, and, uh, and that's a little bit of a, of a challenge to get that done. But once again, everybody had a million plus. So when you ended the course, were you how direct were you with people about the opportunity to meet?
0: You know, I tried to set the stage beforehand, you know, at the start of the class where the direction of the class was gonna go. I wanted to put people at ease knowing that I wasn't gonna hit them at the end with the big sales hook. Or they were going to be put into some high-pressure sales at the end because I think there's a big worry when it comes to finances and um, you know financial planners and advisors that there's going to be something at the end that they need to buy or a product. So I tried to the, I, I laid the foundation early in the class and then at the end, you know I pr- I proposed us working together as a team. You know that they would come on and we'd work together as a team to build their financial plan and that it would be something that they would be in charge of and that every financial plan is different it's just that our job as advisors to make sure their plan works for them so you know making sure that they didn't feel that pressure that they were going to get sold something or put somewhere they were uncomfortable with i think was key and then also saying look you know we we take that full financial approach and you know customize your plan to what you're wanting to do if you so choose the time and like i said yeah i think that i think that was something that really helped i mean that was my attempt at uh making people at ease to feel like they could step to the, take the next step and, and schedule the, the initial meetings.
1: Right. And, and there's, there was no high pressure sales situation. It's not, Hey, we've got the most magical account that you need to get in today, or you're going to miss out. It's, Hey, these are the problems that we see out in the, out in the open market, in the public, mm-hmm. you know, taxes are a big concern for a lot of people, especially with the you know change of, of president and, and things like that. People don't really know what's going to happen when it comes to, to their tax planning. I mean, that's what in my, our practice and the families that I meet with, that's a big question that, that we get. And we spend a lot of time focusing on that, but going back and saying, Hey, listen, mate, we're here as a resource. Hopefully we taught you something. Hopefully you learned. Hopefully we educated you. If you want to further the conversation, this is what you do,
0: right? Right. Yeah. And you know, I leave it up to them, right? Because ultimately they and they need to feel like they're in control with their money. Because I think there comes a great frustration with people if they if they do work with an advisor, or they come across somebody that's helping them where they don't understand what's going on, or they don't understand where they're going, or why things are happening in their plan. Um, you know, we'll have clients that will come to us and they have said, so you know, I've been working with so many, you know, another advisor for so long, but I just don't know what they're doing. And you know, maybe they have great intentions, but if that's not communicated, or if the client doesn't feel in control. I, I think it's hard for them to stay committed to the plan.
1: Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, it's it's all about building the plans that are right right for them.
0: Hey, before we continue with the show, let me tell you about the podcasting specialists at Third Wheel Media. As the sponsor of this show, we'd love to help you start your own podcast to better serve your clients, build trust with prospects, and strengthen your credibility as an expert in your field. We take all the work out of creating, editing, publishing, and marketing your podcast so you can focus on your business. Since you're an Emerging Advisor listener, we'll give you 10% off your first three months if you mention this show. Schedule your complimentary consultation by visiting talkwithwalt.com. That's talkwithwalt.com. Now, back to the show.
1: So to recap, I and mean, we're, we're running in on, uh, on our allotted time today, and I, I, I wanted to have you come in and, and talk a little bit about the successes that you've had. Uh, you ready to do another one? Yeah, let's do it. You know, we're gonna we're gonna teach some more classes. Uh, hopefully, as life goes on, we're looking at at the uh, what is that the Sandy Expo Center here in in Sandy, Utah, where they're doing mass vaccinations. They're doing like twenty thousand people a day through that building. Uh, hopefully, we get back to normal normalcy uh, fairly soon. But to recap, you know, here's a here are the takeaways that I took, Daniel. And let me know if there's any parting comments that that you want. One, you took the time to. I don't want to say perfect your craft but you really took the time to to learn the content, present the content and you practiced. Was it was it easy? No. Did it take time to do that? Yeah, it did. Mm-hmm. And then you from a tech standpoint and I don't think we really talked about that, you know, the way that we set up the classroom is that you had a big screen TV, you could see the the attendees. We we spent some money on a uh, on a high-end camera that zooms in and out. Uh, but you, during your presentation, you talked about, you know, the need for planning and, and you focus more on planning, but also, you know, I, I've gotten to know you pretty well. You're just a real dude that, that comes across very, uh, very approachable, very easy, easy to understand and, and, and almost kind of nurturing to the, to this process of a, you know, planning, which could potentially be scary for a lot of people. But then to wrap it up, you were direct, right? You were direct with, hey, this is what we offer. This is who we are. And these are the next steps that you could take.
0: Yeah. One thing that I really liked, I, I, I made a good point of it the first time I taught, and I, I, I missed out on, on sharing this a second time, is that our firm is a specialist when it comes to re- retirement planning. And I appreciate that because you know I don't think there's any I don't think there's much value in being a jack-of-all-trades when it comes to people's finances you need to be able to to get with somebody that knows your scenario and your situation and that's what they do I think that is the biggest benefit and what we can tailor to is we have a you know we have a you know we have a defined craft you know if, for lack of a better term but we know who our client is and we know how to help them so I think that does bring a lot of confidence on the teaching side one, on my end, I feel a lot of confidence because I know if there's an issue that I run into when it comes to retirement planning, there's a team behind me that I can go to. But then also for the client as well, they know that they're working with somebody that's a specialist in that, not just a generalist. I think it gives them a, no, I don't think, I know it gives them a lot of confidence when it comes to working with that advisor.
1: All right, guys, you heard it here. Uh, Practice, practice your craft, get better at it. If you're presenting virtually, it's new, it's weird, it's uncomfortable. You got to practice it. I mean, it's we go back to baseball. uh, You guys know I'm a I'm a huge baseball guy. Like my son takes hundreds and hundreds of ground balls a week, and he does that one because he loves it. But two, the more you practice your craft, and the more that you get better at what you're what you're doing, the more success you're going to have towards it, and 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 get the outcome that you want. Right. So you practice you get higher appointment ratios. It's it's that simple. You just don't wing things. So if, if you took anything from the podcast today, practice the craft, guys. Uh, get better at what you do. And uh, you can pick up the podcast on Stitcher, Spotify, what Google Apps, iTunes, all sorts of places. And uh, until next time, all the best. We'll talk to you soon.